Let me tell you about American Financing, and then we'll get into the program, the last hour of the week. Uh, American Financing wants to talk to you about your finances. The people that call uh, American Financing generally, on average, save $695 every single month. That means some people are saving a little less, some people are saving a little more. What can they do for you? That's an awful lot of money that would help your family stay solid on their feet every month. American Financing, give them 10 minutes. Just uh, tell them what your situation is, your credit card situation, your housing situation, et cetera, et cetera. They'll look and see if there is a way to be able to com- uh, combine these things, consolidate, or you know, just work on a different mortgage plan, or even just help you get your credit score up. It's American Financing. They're there to help you. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Go to AmericanFinancing.net. All right. Now you guys can talk. Well, not now. In a minute, you guys can talk. So, like, right now? No. program it is friday i just want to give you some uh serious news here before we get into alex stein uh who's in studio with us but uh, nancy pelosi's husband was attacked in their home last night uh blood force trauma he's in the hospital they say he's going to survive but somebody came in and almost beat him to death with a hammer uh god bless them where was the security shouldn't they have security uh, the answer to that is clearly yes. We don't have any details, but this is uh, this is bad. And all of our politicians, our judges, I don't care what side you're on. If you're serving, you deserve some protection because the world has gone insane. We pray for the Pelosi family today. All right. Alex Stein joins us in 60 seconds few things that uh, I love better than a good night's sleep. Let me think of a one. That's it. Uh, I love a good night's sleep, and it is hard to get a good night's sleep. Okay, two. Two. Here's the thing. You can get a great night's sleep with uh, MyPillow products. MyPillow, the Giza Dream Sheets are the best, and they're back at their lowest price ever. The sheets are 60% off, and that means they're as low as $39.99 with a promo code BECK. I just thought of a really good banana split, so that's three. Anyway, uh, guarantee. Guarantee that you're not going to need. They have a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just try these. They're fantastic. MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. Check out the flash sale on the Giza Dream Sheets along with other limited time offers. 
The promo code is Beck. Call 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. MyPillow.com. All right. Uh, Alex Stein is here. I never know what's going to happen with Alex Stein. It's already been a rough day. So, would you say? It's been an adventure. Been a roller coaster adventure. ride of a show right. so already, far. Already. <laughs> well, today's unorthodox, too. It's an honor and a privilege, but then you got a, a gala going on here. So the place is, uh, you know, wild. You got 10 different people running in and yeah. out with chairs, Superman outfits. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's nuts at yeah. Blaze right now. We told them that they had to wear the Superman outfit to be able to bring the chairs in. So That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Except it makes strength. the chairs look really heavy. So uh, Alex is the host of Conspiracy Castle. Uh, he is a Blaze TV contributor, primetime 99, Alex Stein. Uh, I just I just did something with you on television last week, and I played some of the clips of you where you go in and you'll go into city council meetings. And you I don't know how you pull this off with a straight face for as long as you do, because they're absurd. What you're saying is absurd. And everybody just acts like it's not. <laughs> well, I mean, we live in, we live in an absurd world, so people, you know, are having trouble deciphering what is real and what is fake. And you know, my comedic hero is Andy Kaufman. So really, I'm just kind of a hack. I'm just, you know, basically mixing absurdity and reality. And in the culture we live in today, you can't tell what is. You what. can't. You can't. Uh, so you were just up at a uh, campus. You were going to um, give a talk with uh, what's his name, Gavin McInnes. Yeah, Gavin McInnes, and they actually spat on you. Uh, literally Glenn. literally and it was a pretty this this girl she'd been practicing that was uh that was not a first time spitter can we play the video here i just want to say you guys are a poor representation of the youth of our nation I am insane. Yeah, that is this <laughs> Why is there any big booty like here? I should have been This is so dangerous. This is the future of our of our country. I mean, these I know. are the, these are the brightest bulbs. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! That was that. She had a lot of spit. Yeah. So she we she has to get you an audio person. Yeah, uh, that's that's we step. Do. Yeah, the audio. Well, no, 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 it was crazy mm-hmm. like that. It was just uh, the mic was a little too close to my uh, mouth. But yes, yes, we did realize. Yeah, that. Yeah, yes. Uh, yes. We know what caused <laughs> it. The question <laughs> is, is okay, all, right, all, right, you. all right, you guys can troll me. I'm the troll. No trolling me. The mic was not okay. perfect. I was in a war zone. If, yes. like, if I'm in Kabul, Afghanistan, I'm sorry if the audio is not perfect, Stu. I apologize. <laughs> okay, so you were at Penn State. Um, and they wanted you not to be at Penn State. They don't understand freedom of speech at all. Uh, are you are you going to do anything about it? I mean, not the spitter. I mean, the spitter is just... No, she's a young kid. I mean, I'm not going to go after her. That would be punching down. But no, I am going to uh, file a civil rights lawsuit against Penn State University because they said they had a lot of kickback, Glenn, before the event saying, oh, it should be shut down, it should be shut down. And the university administrator said, oh, well, we're going to go on with it. We believe in free speech. We're state universities. They're publicly mm-hmm. funded. They have federal money. So they're held to a different standard than these private colleges. Once they shut it down, you know, that made them liable to a lawsuit. But this is the problem. When, when you're in that group, Glenn, every, you're a fascist, you're a fascist. 
I said, well, define a fascist for me. And I think Benito Mussolini defined fascism as the merger of corporation and state. I'm anti-establishment. I don't want corporation and state together at all. But these kids do. So it's all projection. It's Saul Alinsky's rules for radicals where you accuse the enemy of doing what you're actually doing. And this is a clear-cut example of these kids being confused and not even knowing. It's like the dog that chases the car. Once it catches up to the bumper, it doesn't know what to do with it. So so this is the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and we used to say, yeah, we'll wait until they get into the real world. That's over. They are in the real world now. And yeah. we're the ones having to change. I, I saw a poll recently about freedom of speech. And everybody says they're for freedom of speech. But there's a good... Now, I believe majority of uh, people under 40 that are saying, yeah, but I mean, some free speech should put you in jail. Yeah, which is ridiculous. And if you look at on Twitter right now, now with Elon Musk taking it over and giving us the impression that we're going to have free speech, people are going nuts. They're so excited. But then the people on the left, Glenn, are melting down. And that's where I'm like, why are these people, these blue check marks, afraid of letting human beings say however they feel? And that's the problem is they don't want you to be able to say how you actually feel. Well, so today is going to be interesting. The next few weeks, really, on Twitter, because I just have this great urge just to go. Iver, uh, ivermectin is the best. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, people will push the boundaries of free speech, which, you know, there there has to be responsibility with every right. There's responsibility. Let's not do that. That's not necessarily good for society. Well, my favorite is a guy, or excuse me, woman, Rachel Levine. And Rachel Levine, who was born Dick Levine, and if you say Rachel Levine is a man on Twitter, you can get kicked off Twitter. As a matter of fact, the Babylon Bee, that's why their account got suspended for just saying basically a fact. I mean, Rachel Levine, although she's one of the most beautiful administrators (laughs) we've ever had— She's a man. That's a dude, baby, as Austin Powers said. I don't know if that's how he said it, but yeah. if you say that... It's a I'm man, sure, That's man. a man, man. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, you're sharper than me, Glenn, but I'm just saying, it's just you can't even point out the elephant in the room. So when you say the ivermectin, you say the sudden adult death syndrome, you say any of that type of stuff on Twitter, you're subject to removal. Although that, that, that ends today, in theory. Yeah, right? well, They're Elon Musk said... We'll see. Elon Musk said the bird is free. At 11 o'clock, he tweeted last night, the bird has been freed. Well, you know, and I, I take it back to the midterms, too. It's like, you know, now that they give us the impression that we have free speech, oftentimes I think they can even censor us more. It's like we see potentially we're going to have a red wave in the coming up election. But because of all the legislation that the Biden administration and Biden administration has put in for the past two years, we can't even get in office and change everything. So that will all lay on the laps of conservatives. So when the economy crashes and everything goes to crap, they're going to say, yeah. well, you guys had all the control. You guys did it all. You know, you, then this is all a Republican conservative well, I think, problem. I said this a couple of weeks ago. You watch. They've been denying that we're in a recession. They've been denying that there's any kind of problems. Jobs are fine. We've all been saying, no, they're not. This is going to get worse from here. Uh, now Biden is already setting up. I'm telling you, if you give the Congress and the Senate to the Republicans, uh, it's going to get worse. Yeah, and you look at our economy. I mean, the idea that anybody can buy a single-family home, people can't. I mean, people can't afford their groceries. People can't afford you know, to fill up the gas tank. So, you know, people are struggling right now, and, and they're asking for help. But all they can do is give an 80, 80 more billion dollars to Ukraine. I mean, it's just absurd that these people, they don't want to help us. I think everything they're doing is a controlled demolition of the American system, especially the idea that why are they taking us off energy independence? The oil and gas industry can lift up this entire world. We could we could basically supply oh, I know. it just here in Texas. Why are we not doing that? Why I are know. we not taking advantage of the things that would make our country, which was the most powerful country in the world? I don't know if that's the case any longer. How old are you? 35. 
35 years old. I was just sobering up when I was 35. Well, you know, do you, do you say that, Glenn? That changed my life. I, I quit drinking when I was 31, and that was the biggest uh, change in my life. That that was, and everybody out there, I'm not trying to be a, you know, a, a negative Nancy. I know everybody wants to have their fun, but alcohol and drugs is a lifestyle that will only make you more depressed, and it will only ruin your life. Destroy it. Just destroy it. And once you can take a step back, because you can't see it, you know, you can't see the forest for the big tree in front of your face. Yeah. If you're out there and you're struggling, take a break. Take a month off. Take a couple of weeks off. But, you know, in society with the fentanyl and the drug crisis, everybody has a problem they want to medicate. So I think, sadly, the drug problem is only going to get worse. I was reading Ryan Holiday's new book, which is about discipline. And one of the things he talks because he doesn't drink at all. And he, he talks about uh, how the best way to make a decision as to whether you should continue a habit that's questionable to you is to think about it as if it came out today and you knew everything about it, would you still make the decision? Like if alcohol was released in stores tomorrow for the first time, with all the information that we already know about it, would you start drinking tomorrow? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Margaritas are fun, <laughs> yeah. too. Come on, everybody wants to have a margarita, yes. pina colada. Yes, I would. No, but yes, I think I that's would. a really is wise way of looking at that because, you know, mo- most of these things, they become, like, drinking is cultural, right? Like, I, you know, I, I drink a, a, certainly a little bit more than you guys at this point, <laughs> uh, but not a lot. You know, I'm not, I'm, well, but a social drinker, I'll yeah. have a drink or two if we go out to dinner or whatever. Mm. And often you go out and it just feels like, all right, everyone else is ordering a drink. I should order a drink. And it, that's just dumb cultural pressure. Uh, Penn Gillette said the same thing. You know, he just came to that point where he was like, you know what? I don't care anymore. I'm not, I'm not going to be embarrassed about not ordering a drink. Oh, I, 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 I think you, you, you I, guys are on the other side of this where maybe, you know, you've had a uh, – Glenn, certainly. I don't know, uh, you know, Alex is, as well. But, like, you had a real problem with this. It was ruining your life. Okay, it was destroying right. your life. In fact, <laughs> no, I mean, look at what it made you today. Um, so you had that and you came on the other side and you said, hey – all right, like now I can look at this and see how absurd these things were because you went through that pain. Most people don't go through that pain. I and mean, I've never had any I've yeah. never had any negative consequences from drinking other than a couple of bad headaches and, right. and a vomit right. or two. Uh, so like you get but you realize it's just a dumb decision overall. It doesn't it doesn't improve your life. It doesn't make it doesn't give you any long-term prospects of of growth per se. It's just something we do because it's culturally there. If I would have bought stock in Jack Daniels or Maker's Mark, I would have made a lot of money. I, buy I stock convinced. in it all you want. For uh, let I'm the other convinced. Give you- I, I'm convinced. I just me alone drove that company (laughs) well to your point Stu, and i always say this you know and i stole this from charles barkley in the 80s i'm not a role model so i don't want to give anybody necessarily advice but the first piece of advice i will give everybody as i say that (laughs) do not worry about the opinions of others that's what we try to do nobody cares even your person that's probably you know they say you know what is your biggest fan is a stranger and your biggest you know enemy is probably somebody real close to you so worrying about the opinions of strangers just be yourself. You know, I saw, I saw an interview with Larry King right before he passed away, and they said, what is some advice for future broadcasters? And he said, kid, just be yourself. And I think that, you know, you could extrapolate that for everybody. Just be yourself. That doesn't mean be a jerk or, you know, be an a-hole, but just be yourself and be unapologetically yourself. And I will tell you that, um, especially with drinking, I don't know if you were like this, but you didn't really have a problem with it. Not necessarily um, drinking. Yeah. Um, when I stopped drinking, Misery loves company. Mm-hmm. Nobody likes mm-hmm. n- your f- good friends. I lost most of them, and I ended up with Stu. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is not a commercial for sobriety. Of fr- <laughs> most of yeah. your friends, yeah. Yeah. they like you the way you are. And when you say, hey, I'm cleaning up, but you do whatever you want. Yeah. It doesn't bother mm-hmm. me. I'm just making this choice for me. A lot of my friends, they weren't for it. 
It's a scarlet letter for whatever reason, because you're not on the same level. You're not the one getting intoxicated with yeah. it. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's really, really strange. So uh, where are you going from here? What's uh, what's the next? Well, I'm uh, I'm headed to uh, Florida, but I got another speaking engagement in the spring at University of Tennessee under the same group, Uncensored America. So we'll see. I'm sure the uh, you know I'm sure the college kids will be out in full force with their pitchforks. But at the same time, Glenn, you know, people say, oh, it's so scary. It's really not that scary. Getting, you know, people yelling at you. I love, I love it. You know, I love confrontation. So for me, it's like, if I could do this every weekend, Glenn, I'm, oh, I'm ready to get on the plane. So uh, let's go. Oh. I'm front time 99. Let's yell and scream in my face. Only because, the, you know, you look at all those kids, you see every single one of them, you're like, oh, those kids are insane. Well, the only person more insane than those kids was me, Primetime 99, Alex Hines. So... I'm even crazy in there. Okay, hang on just a second. Um, (laughs) I want to talk to you about the election uh, coming up in just a second. One minute, let me tell you about LifeLock. We are, um, who we are individually, rapidly absorbed into the folds of the collective. It is important that you hold on to your identity and everything that that means. Cybercrime is out there, and they not only want what you have, but also who you are. The safest, best bet when it comes to protecting your identity is having LifeLock there to help. They have both preventative measures to keep you safe and access to a restoration team if you end up having your information hacked into, which you have a good chance of it will happen to you um, if you don't have any protection. Chances are it's still going to happen to you less frequently if you do have protection. But that's why they have the restoration team, because it's everywhere and constantly changing. Please take this seriously. Save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com. Use the promo code BECK. 10 seconds, station ID. So did you watch the Fetterman debate? Oh, yeah. Was, I mean, it was embarrassing. The only person liked the debate more than any conservative is Dr. Oz. I mean, he, he was, he's a real champion. He was, I, think that, I think that took great restraint from Oz because Fetterman was a jerk from the get-go. He's not only, he's not only having a hard time processing things. He, the one thing, he's a lot like my grandfather, my, my dad's father, who was a jerk in real life. And then when he had a stroke, he was just mean um and i i kind of got that from fetterman too i think he's kind of a mean guy oh for sure and his wife jersey giselle she's not very likable either but you know what, what i've noticed on twitter now with all the blue check marks they're saying if you tease fetterman they're saying oh well, you cannot make fun of you're an ableist you're an ableist for making fun of him and that we need more stroke victims <laughs> you know in politics it's just you know there's a big elephant in the room and if we point to the elephant you're racist or you're bigoted what does it tell you about the democrats uh, that they they already have Feinstein. Uh, they have Nancy Pelosi, who is, you know, arguably um, not Same there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you have uh, you have Joe Biden and now Fetterman. I mean, they say they believe in the individual and democracy. I don't think so. I think they would line up a whole bunch of zombies if they would just vote the way everybody told them to vote. Well, that's obvious. Did you see the runway footage of Chuck Schumer talking to Joe Biden? And he said, you could you know, hear him wording that the debate didn't hurt us that much. These people do not care about these actual candidates. I mean, if they would, they would put the best candidate forward. But the fact that John Fetterman is, you know, one of the most important Senate seats in Pennsylvania, 
and he is their best choice. That's just a kind of a shocking, sad realization that Lurch is, is going to be running the country. I, I mean, really, come on. I really think he looks um, uh, he looks like Frankenstein from Young Frankenstein. I really, if Gene Wilder was around, maybe somebody can do this just, uh, you know, with Photoshop. But I, I'd like to see Fetterman dressed in the tuxedo on stage doing putting on the Ritz. From the movie mm. Young Frankenstein, don't you remember? Mm. Putting on the Ritz! You don't remember? <laughs> Somebody look it up. Yeah. Well, it is know, John Fetterman. <laughs> and Glenn, one of the movies that was shot here was uh, Adam's Family Values, which is a great movie, and he looks like a character out of Adam's Family yeah. Values. I mean, he literally looks like He's something. definitely got a lurch situation going yeah, on. Yeah, I mean. I mean, the guy, his tie wasn't, I mean, how do you even consider a guy who lived until what? He was forty or fifty in, in his yeah. parents' yeah. basement. <laughs> well, and and I and I brought up to, uh, this was too. How did he even become the lieutenant governor? How did that even? I don't know. How did he become mayor <laughs> in the town that he was mayor? They lost forty percent of their population. Their their population went down to seventeen hundred people. So, I mean, the guys uh, and it's kind of sim- similar to Beto O'Rourke. I mean, these people they can lose elections and somehow they fail upwards. It's insane. I, I, I love him. He's always talking about gun violence and all the things he did. Doctor Oz never did anything to stop gun violence. You were mayor of a city of 1,700 people. <laughs> How much... I, I lived in a small town growing up that was like... 10 times that size. Like, yeah. well, how, there's no gun violence there. What, what, how much gun violence was there in this town? Well, I know that there was a black man running through right. his neighborhood. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> he yeah. didn't have a gun, but Fetterman did. <laughs> Held him at gunpoint. He stopped doing that. That's true. He did stop <laughs> he that stopped one time. It. Well, and speaking of gun violence, I think if Paul Pelosi might have had a gun, his situation would have been a little better in San Francisco. Either so, him uh, or somebody around him. I mean, like, uh, that is a terrifying situation. We terrifying. don't know anything about who did it. Yeah. You know, we all know what's happening on Twitter where every Republican that has ever been born is already being blamed for it. So congratulations, mm-hmm. everyone. Uh, I apologize. Yeah. But, like, in reality, like, <laughs> how is it. this? How is there not more protection on, on Nancy Pelosi's home? That's absolutely inexcusable. Of course there should be. There's, it only takes one idiot. Right? It only takes one person. Even if she was not famous, she's very, very wealthy. You should have some security there well, and these to are protect the, yourself. These are the same people that said January 6th is worse than 9-11. So, I mean, come on. If you're going to protect yourself yeah, from... If they believe that, she would be believe sure. If they believe that, yeah. then she would be protected as if her house is Fort Knox. Mm. Alex Stein, thank Good you. Point. Always a pleasure. It's, it's an honor and a pleasure. It's uh, It's good to have you here. And you'll be joining us on election night. Yes, sir. I'll be so. there. And we got some bits, some wild stuff coming. So make sure to tune in, guys, yeah. because we're going to be going insane for the Ukraine. It'll be, <laughs> it'll be great. The Glenn Beck Program. Juan wrote in about his dog's experience with rough greens. He said, Jojo is getting older and he's been starting to slow down quite a bit lately. But ever since we started using rough greens, things are different. I see him bark. I see him run. He's now chasing cat jumping up on the bed. Whereas before he would just lay there. I will tell you that Uno started when he was nine, nine, maybe started taking rough greens. And I thought he was normal. I thought that's just the way he was. He started using, uh, we started giving him uh, rough greens on his food every night, and he complete. He was like a puppy again. He really was. He was running and doing all the things that you think of with a healthy, happy dog. I think rough greens has given him an extra couple, maybe three years to his life. I don't have anything to prove that, but it's just the way we feel. Um, because he's a different dog. Get your first trial bag for free right now. Just go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. Put it on your dog's food uh, and just watch the changes. 
roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. That's 833-GLEN-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. The best election coverage available, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Alex Stein will be there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Use the promo code Glenn. Ah, let me give you let me give you a couple of things. First, an update on the missing ABC News employee who disappeared. Rolling Stone magazine uh, wrote an article an article uh, about uh, about this guy's disappearance. Uh, they don't know where he uh, they don't know where he is. He was picked up by the FBI in April, and nobody saw him after that. Here's the latest. According to Rolling Stone, who first reported the FBI's raid and Meek's mysterious disappearance immediately thereafter, Meek was allegedly suspected of possessing classified documents in his personal uh, computer, which, by the way, you cannot arrest a journalist and you can't take their computer uh, on that, at least without letting the attorney general or assistant attorney general know about it. Uh, But now, according to a more recent report published by the Daily Beast, which is complete, which is has even Far less credibility than Rolling Stone. It's the battle of the absolute bottom of the barrel of journalism here between Rolling Stone and Daily Beast. Uh, Meek's disappearance, his abrupt resignation from ABC News and the FBI's raid on his apartment are not connected. Sources who spoke to the Daily Beast, we don't know who they are, revealed that uh, Meek is not only safe and living with his mother, but he also resigned as the network's investigative reporter uh, producer to avoid embarrassment. Uh, Meek reportedly told friends at ABC that uh, he left for personal reasons and in an effort to save colleagues in the company any embarrassment. How come any of the colleagues? Have, why? Why? Why are the colleagues saying that they have no comment on this? They don't know. Why are his friends saying what happened to him? We haven't seen him. Well, and like, because uh, the, the only other theory we came up with at the time was like, okay, maybe he's going through some real, you know, personal harm. Like, you know, he's I don't know has a drug problem or has I'm just whatever. throwing out whatever. One of those types of things that wouldn't embarrass ABC News. No, there'd be no reason for that to hide embarrassment of ABC no. News. Like that, no. that has nothing to do with it. The only thing, I mean, what would embarrass ABC News? Uh, a a scandal with their reporting. Yeah, so right? that he's like, making stuff up. Right, something like that. And if that's true, that's this makes the story even worse because then yeah. ABC News is hiding the scandal. Correct. They're hiding the scandal, and the FBI picked picked this guy up as he's writing a book about. How disastrous things were in Afghanistan. Right. The, the FBI still has not uh, responded. Um, we can't get any family members to respond. We're getting a we're getting a dog that just never lets go of a bone. Next week, I'm asking him now. Hopefully, he'll be on next week. But uh, I know somebody who will not rest until this is figured out mm. um by the way uh twitter taken over by elon musk the the sync thing yeah that well, was i weird. don't even know what that was elon <laughs> it was very strange a really bad dad pun? joke joke I, I yeah like a bad dad pun i'm I, coming to work and let that sink in and then he walks in the door with a sink whoa that oh, is because I, I thought this guy was like this rock star rebel and then I saw that, and I was like, maybe he just is, he's got a doubles pickleball match around the corner. <laughs> and like, it was very strange. 
It was very strange because it's not him. No, he this is, is the guy who gets flamethrowers and puts rockets in space and, and goes he's zero to sixty real in life seconds. He's the real life Tony Stark. Yeah. Okay. It was just a, so Never, bad. Yeah. Well, who advise again? Yeah. Anyway. He, he's he's a quirky character, so maybe he just loves his puns. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Weird. Um, uh, here's uh, Chuck Schumer and Joe Biden on the tarmac outside Air Force One. Is Schumer telling him that the Pennsylvania debate didn't hurt him too much? And they're picking up steam in Nevada, and that should uh, it, that it would be hard to believe that uh, Georgians would go for Herschel Walker. Listen, it looks like the debate didn't hurt us too much in Pennsylvania, as of today, so that's good. And the debate didn't hurt us that much, well, that's good news, is it? Yeah. And, I, you know, I can't you can barely understand him here, um, but uh, he, it's hard to believe that Georgians would go for Herschel Walker. Why? Why, Why that is hard that to hard to believe if you just put a guy who cannot speak or think on the stage and it didn't affect things? Why do you think it's hard to believe that Georgians would go for Herschel Walker? Yeah, a state that's been red mostly all of this time. Crazy. And also is they're running a, you know, a statewide hero. Herschel Walker is one of the most beloved figures until this race. Everybody in Georgia loved him. Now only half of the people love him. But, you know, look, he is uh, there's a reason why he got that seat and why the Republicans were so excited to run him. He has a great reputation, uh, you know, in the state and also is much more closely aligned with traditionally what the state likes to do. Uh, family values, uh, you know, lower taxes. A red, there's a red state profile that has only recently changed. So it's not at all surprising that they would vote for Herschel Walker. Here's a uh, another eco-terrorist that have targeted a girl with a pearl. Uh, it's a famous painting in The Hague in a museum. Roll this, please. Don't worry, there's... I think there's only about eight. Hey! What are you doing? What the steam are going to do? So. How do you feel? No. Stupid. How do you feel <laughs> when think you see stupid. something beautiful and priceless being apparently destroyed before? I feel you're stupid. Should be arrested. Good. This is this is this got to stop. This is just these people. There's been some really good think pieces on this. People saying like, how can we destroy right. art? And mm-hmm. am I the only one who just says, you know, I just don't care about art that much. I got to be honest with you. I don't. I don't care when you're making these statements. I, like they shouldn't do it. But no, like honestly, like I, you know what? I'd be much more if you if you burn down my local Target, I'd be more yeah. upset. If they if they weren't targeting <laughs> the ones with glass on them, no, it's not even real. I mean, it's it's like, not even real. How do you feel idiotic. when it's supposedly being destroyed? Right. The same way I feel with that the environment <laughs> and the earth is supposedly being destroyed. Okay, it's not. Yeah. Um, here's uh, Biden. He went up to uh, Syracuse uh, yesterday. And he he wanted to make sure everybody knew the economy was roaring. By the way, I know what you're thinking. He was in Syracuse. The answer is Dreamsicle. His favorite ice cream. That That's what he was having. There. Oh, good. Um, OK, so mm. here he is on food prices. And by the way, the food prices, the main driver of food prices driver? is not the price of beef and eggs, etc. Well, they're up. It's packaged goods. Packaged goods. You're going to see people not buying Kellogg's 
uh, raisin bran, which you're going to see them buy another raisin bran, which would be a dollar cheaper. I mean, so what's happening is there is real movement. If you eat too much bran, there is real movement. If there is. That. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't make any sense at all. I mean, no, it does not. <laughs> but Fetterman had a comment on this. I don't know if you heard the uh, Fetterman uh, comment. I did not hear it, no. Yeah, here he is. Have you ever had a dream that that you um you had you 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 could you do you you want you mm-hmm. you could do mm-hmm. so you you do you could you yes. you want you want him to do you so much you could do anything? So, I mean, I think once you, once Fetterman raise uh, weighs in on things, it becomes very very clear. It very, does very, become very, clear. Very clear. Uh, that's a very str- so he his point is i want to make sure i understand fully mm, okay. yeah okay so beef eggs they're up yeah but they're not up as much as packaged goods and mm-hmm. the solution to that is to buy packaged goods from other brands that are a dollar cheaper yes yes the packaged goods yeah. because those are up but not the name brand so you know buy something else that's not made by you know one of these corporations fetterman's point made more sense it did it did it did mm-hmm. um the podcast this weekend there are two of them uh yeah yeah that's i mean i am working my fingers to the bone and then i come home and do you care no you don't care you didn't no, don't you didn't watch the podcast <sighs> anyway uh did two podcasts one with carrie lake is a must watch uh that came out uh why are you looking at me like that I'm not. I'm just listening to okay. you talk about your uh, interviews. I'm excited to hear them because actually both of them are really interesting yeah. figures. And the other one is um, uh, Vody Bakum. He is a guy that I discovered, you know, not not that I discovered. It's not like he was you, in you a cave did, someplace. And you I'm did like, America's Got I just Talent. discovered <laughs> yeah. Vody Bakum here. Uh, he is he is a he's a fascinating, fascinating guy. Um, who is a preacher, kind of run out on the rails here in America because uh, he was speaking the truth about social justice and everything else. Um, he got an offer to, to run a university in Africa. So he's over there in Africa. Um, he is truly a, a deep thinking guy. In fact, he was uh, nominated to be president of the Southern Baptist Convention uh he he talks about that a little bit and how interesting that was mm. uh, because there's there's a battle in all of our faiths all of our faiths um and they're going woke or they're gonna stand which is it uh he will help you uh navigate those waters here he is in from the podcast talking a little bit about dealing with a hostile government listen and they become abusive really abusive to things that I hold sacred. Not that I like, not that, but sacred. How do you, how do you square that circle with, you know, obeying your governments? And- yeah. Here's what's interesting. Um, we're, <laughs> we're not necessarily called to obey our government in everything. Nobody can command what God forbids. And nobody can forbid what God commands. Okay, COVID regulations, notwithstanding, <laughs> that that was inappropriate. Mm-hmm. The government does not have the right to tell the church that she can't meet, for example. Mm-mm. And I think we have, for example, in 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 Acts chapter four, 
we have an example of this when you know Peter and and, and John are told not to you know preach or teach anymore in, in the name of Jesus, and their response is right. Whether it is right to obey you rather than God, you be the judge. But we cannot stop speaking about what we heard um, when the Apostle Paul is in the in jail in Philippi. He's been jailed there, and eventually they find out that he's a Roman citizen. And you know, you, okay, you go. No, I'm not going. You bring the magistrate here, right? He jailed me illegitimately, right? Um, so. As Christians, um, our position is not that the state just, you know, has the right to do whatever the state wants to do. Mm -hmm. As Christians, on the one hand, no one has the right to command what God forbids or forbid what God commands, right? Um, And out of deference to the state, we're willing to accept whatever punishment we have to accept when we say no, right? But on the other hand, as citizens, we have rights. And here's the other thing, as Americans, we're in a very unique position. And again, all of Christ for all of life, right? Most Americans look at like Romans 13, you know, um, I think that, you, that you're alluding to. And they say, well, you know, according to Romans 13, you know, we have to submit to them. Guess what? As an American, do you know what my governing authority is? It's not an individual. It's God. It's God is ultimately my governing yeah. authority, but as an American citizen, my governing authority is the Constitution. Constitution. Yes. Correct. That's my governing authority. And everybody is held to that governing authority. So one of the problems that we have is we don't know what it says. So when this person says something that's completely out of line with that, well, we go, oh, I I guess I'm supposed to do it. No. What you might ought to do is confront that based on the fact that they are not obeying what we're all, Mm -hmm. you know, agreed to obey, which is our Constitution. We have more on this. This is a fascinating conversation uh, with Vody Bauckham, and uh, you can get it now uh, at The Blaze, or you can listen to it on my podcast. I think it's episode 191. Uh, Vody Bachman, it'll be out uh, everywhere tomorrow. First, the ground shakes. It's only a little bit, so you don't feel too concerned. Then it shakes a little bit more. This time, the water in your glass ripples a little bit. You think to yourself, I've seen this movie Moments before the giant T-Rex comes stomping through the house, right? You wish you thought, uh, maybe I should have prepared. Maybe I shouldn't have come here in the first place. Ground is shaking right now. We're past the, we're past the little tremor. We know it's coming. The most dangerous moment in our nation's history lies beyond where we can all see it. And it's not a question of whether it's headed this way. The question is, are you ready for it? If the U.S. dollar begins to fall, do you have a hedge against the insanity that will follow right behind it? Please call Goldline. I'm not asking you to buy anything. I'm asking you to do your own homework. Don't follow my advice. Follow your advice. Get all of the information. Find out why gold or silver is so critical in today's world. 
Today's the last day on their historic $5 graded Indian coins with uh, every box of 20 of the graded $5 gold Indians. You will also receive 100 of the silver mind your business bars at no cost. Both of the items are ideal for barter. It's 866 Goldline, 866 Goldline or goldline.com. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glenbeck.com. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, Nancy Pelosi's uh, husband, I just tweeted out uh, prayers for Nancy Pelosi and her husband. It's horrifying. No matter who did this, meth head, left, right, crazy, not, don't, I don't care. They need to be found and they need to be jailed. There is no room in our society for this kind of behavior. None, none. And I don't care if it's an unknown old man in a subway or Nancy Pelosi's husband. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. All right, we'll be back. Uh, pray on this one, because the press is going to use this one way or another. Um, and God forbid it turns out to be somebody who doesn't like uh, Nancy Pelosi's policies. It, it, this is really not good. Pray for the nation. This is a threat to our democracy. The Glenn Beck Program.